Let's hear what Mama has to say on the subject. Mama say that happiness is from magic rays of sunshine that come down when you're feeling blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, Mama's wrong again. <laughs> no, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. Mama's right. Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Bud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Come on, I'm getting mad, Bob. Yo, Bobby! Fuck? Bob? Fuck! Bob? Fuck! Bob? Over here! Who are you? Robert better not get in my face. Because I'll drop that motherfucker. He's a little bit long-winded. He doesn't translate very well into our generation, and his jokes are terrible. I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man. You're a bishop, for God's sakes. There is no God. Wow. You're on the air, sled god. <laughs> I think he would I think he would find it kind of funny. He would laugh at me. He would laugh that you're on the show, yeah. Would he go on? Fuck no. <laughs> I don't think so. I I remember telling him that I want to do I don't like not being able to see it. Usually I'm in front of my desk so this is the first time. <clears throat> I I remember telling him I want to start a podcast and he was like, "Yeah, what the fuck are you going to talk about?" He was, oh, you fucking Rogan, and you know, and he got real mad because he doesn't have an imagination for shit. If it wasn't, you know, beer enthused and everything else, but <laughs> it, uh, it, it, I don't know. I mean, I think he. There were times that were like I said, not to be a pussy. I said I cried after doing the Matt Burke one because I was like, I think that's one that he would have been like, you got fucking Matt Burke to talk to you, you stupid fuck, like. <laughs> You fag, what are you talking about? Like, I talk a lot about how he called me a fag <laughs> and, and how and how he was very, you know, there was no bullshit and, and I've kind of, you know, shit like that, but I don't know. I think you'd think it'd be funny. I think you'd probably get mad about a lot of the shit that I say. What do you think you'd do if you had ba- Mayor Bob on? I don't know. I, I probably, I don't know. I mean, that part I don't think you'd give a shit about. Mayor Bob would be a good one. I mean, I, I don't think these people... So the listeners I try to tell, um, here, you can pull that mic back a little bit too. Um, so I don't think that people know that like the neighborhood was a little bit characteristic in, in, in who the fuck showed up. And, and we've talked about like guys I now know on job sites who got kicked out of the basement for doing a little bit of the sugar by the mama. Yeah. Yeah. By you. But, but the fact that like, most kids don't have that. Most I don't think most kids do. I mean, maybe they did, but they're not talking about it. Where, like, I ask you about that kind of shit now because there are guys I'm running into that new dad on job sites or or I want to know some of that funnier kind of, uh, kind of you know, like, I, I like those stories where, like like I said, you were, you were just telling me about some of them where you had to kick people out of the house because they were downstairs partying a little too hard. Well, and I locked the door and they wondered why they couldn't get back in. You were sleeping upstairs. You were five years old. 
your sister was in another bedroom and your grandma was visiting from town and I got people down in the basement snorting coke. <laughs> well, the, and the parties were the parties were fucking pretty cool though. Like the garage was set up with like a house furnace and and like two two refrigerators that like you could put whatever you wanted in and and I mean it was pretty loose. It was kind of like a if you think of like an 80s bar, I got to assume that's what it was like, right? Like like a well, yeah, but if it got too loud after 10.30 at night, I went out there, made him shut the garage door right, and said, shut it down. Now, it, it helped that most of the neighborhood was usually at the parties. It was, but I had to shut it down. You had neighbors living next door that had health At some conditions. point, yeah, and there were kids too. Yeah, You yeah, were no. right above the driveway. Right. We had Nora next but door. But your dad never cared. He, he knew they were going to bitch about it, but he was like, uh, she's right. He would party, though. But he, he would party, but he was like, she's right. We got to shut the door and tone it down. Yeah, there were a few nights. Like, John standing on top of the doghouse. <laughs> People, when everyone gets lit. And the fire going. Yeah, when everyone gets lit. John, st- there's a guy on the corner of the street. He actually stood on a doghouse on the fire to the point where the cops drove by and saw it with a pretty good flame around it. That was our wedding Yeah, party. that was when you guys got married. Yes. In downtown Anoka, right? Yeah. I plan on doing the same shit with Sage. Mm. That's what we've talked about. Yeah. There's no hassle to it, except they got wasted at the end of the night and started throwing food around the garage. That was not fun to clean up. Now, what... Gross. What, uh, what bar did you guys go to afterwards? Was it Serums? Yes. Okay. Cause we I know, just went and had lunch there. Right, and you. But I remember the gumball and all that shit. That makes more sense now because I remember it being kind of a weird, weird layout. What well, was just Wayne and Sarah, your dad and I, and you and Jill? Didn't people meet up with us? Mm-mm. I thought so because there was there was a lot of people there. I, I like that's the your joke. Your dad is, knew a lot of people because he played ball with a lot of those people. Right. And they were like, "Whoa, dude, what's up with you today?" He's like, "I just got married," and then he had. <laughs> Your dad went and played ball in a tournament in New Hope. He played in every year. Yep. And I went school shopping. That's how we spent our wedding afternoon. <laughs> oh, that's kind of... <laughs> and then we went to Duluth. Two weeks later, we took and went to Duluth with you kids and Wayne and Sarah. Oh, wow. And we stayed in a brand new hotel up there, the Inn on Lake Superior, and <laughs> stayed in a... <laughs> little crappy hotel that was up there. I can't even remember what it was called. And <laughs> was bitching at She's like, why did they get that fancy hotel? And we had to stay in this crap joint. You just found a deal or whatever or what? No. Oh. I was like, we aren't staying there. Right. And Jill tried to babysit you kids there. That was when <laughs> was little. And she said, Mom, you could hear everything through the walls. Right. So, but it turned out to be a nice little getaway. Yeah, it was a. We went on the train. That was the first time I got a Game Boy Game Boy Color. Yeah, and then you got your next Game Boy when I sent you to Florida with your aunt and uncle. Yeah, yeah, we did that trip then, and that was that was fun. I I I remember that one a a lot. I remember the Duluth one quite a bit, going on the train and all that. You know, we always went to Gooseberry Falls. That's why I'm so against going to all the same places I went as a kid, because it's like we always did the same thing. I did the Duluth trip every year. Right, and we ended up doing a lot of the same kind of traditional things where with Kendall now, I'll take her and I'll go, what do you want to do? And I'll just kind of let her pick because, no offense, I just... It's an adventure. When Kendall goes with you and it's an adventure. Even if we're at the pool, though, you know? Mine was more planned out or your dad's was more planned out. If you went on fishing with you, you knew it. I never was. I never went fishing with him. Well, okay. I went with Todd once. Him, Todd, John, and and all the uh, you know all of them. I went with them once, and then 
<clears throat> I think I maybe one more time. I fell I fell in the lake uh, at some number. You remember me falling in the lake? I was running between boats and I fell. That was when we went to Wisconsin when we used to go up to that resort. Is it okay? Yeah, it was. A we resort. went up there for like three years. Uncle Teeman would get pass. He would get to go there free. Yeah. And he would take the whole family up. And your right. dad went on those trips with us. Right now, did you? Is that when you guys would have a cabin, but you guys also used a tent? No, we had a cabin. Okay, now when were there opportunities to go tenting? Because I remember small opportunities to go tenting when I was a kid. Backyard. No, there was like actual campgrounds that we used it for once. When would? Do you? We remember, had a tent. We had a really nice tent. Do you remember? Do you remember Dad telling the story about when I saw his his his, his hang down? <laughs> when he shared that story? No. I was I was young enough to where I had to piss and he was pissing next to me. And oh, I, and I, yeah, and I look but I don't over, remember. Now I do. I look over and I went, Jesus, that's a big one. And he was like, thanks. Don't ever fucking look this way again, though. Like, he was like, immediately, oh, like, don't be the guy. I remember that, but I don't think, I think you were just outside the house. No. Well, I mean, I remember, I remember we set it up once because you guys had a big, like, gray tent. There's a picture of it in the box. In the box is a big picture of, like, a big, you guys had a huge, like, 12-person tent. That you guys we used had. to set it on the back deck, and you guys used to sleep yep. out on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one because it was a black deck back in the day. The first one, like before, it got all shitty, yeah. and then we replaced it. Yeah, yeah, because before you guys actually had a balcony above your uh, from your master that we could never use. I mean, it was already decor. Yeah, it was fucked up, but you had a master. See, I remember that far back that I can remember the fenced-in doghouse that. Do you remember the first night we stayed in that house? Well, no, I was only two when we moved in. I'm saying I can just remember before we really started. I was old enough to remember the red door and the black fuck, you know, the that obviously red door was there forever. We painted that door, right? That's the same one that was always there. Yeah. And the bushes and that. I remember pulling them out with dad and, and, um, not Tim. What was the guy's name across the street? He had the kid. Cause I, I have a few of his, uh, pictures from when I went to his birthday party. Mitch was his kid. Another uh, very easy name. God damn it. I, it was Wendy. A, was the mom? Yeah, no. I feel like Tim kind of tall, fu- tall guy with yeah, blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, a few times he'd he'd uh, help dad with shit, and dad would get. Let me roll it through my brain. <laughs> he likes. Uh, I remember the one story was is that you know dad always had beer on the fridge for anybody who helped. See, that's one thing I always joke with my friends is that like I can't believe like for how much that like, not that dad and you guys bitched about the friends, but like. If you try to do that shit nowadays, come over to your guys' house, use your shitter if you have to, fucking, you're drinking, you're talking shit, you're swearing, you're always outside, you're, you know, whatever. And, and, and like, now, no one hangs out at all. And it feels like I'm closer friends than, like, what dad was with some of these guys. But those dudes were over there. But they would help. If when we were doing additions and shit, they'd be up there fucking. We fed them good and we gave them all the beer they right. could drink. Right. Well, and that's the thing is that's how I always know to get people to help is, like, I don't just do, like, a couple beers. It's like, no, I'll get a whole fucking case. We'll party out if you want to party out. That's how I know and to do this. And you feed them right. two or three times a day if you yeah. have to. Yeah. You do a breakfast. You have fucking shit ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and that's. That was kind of fun, though. See, people don't realize, like, that having, like, a, a group of people who will... See, and I'll help, but people don't... No one does that shit. We had a lot of work done on that house. Well, no one does for their no own work. For no labor. Yeah, for for no paying for no labor. Yes. I mean, you paid, you know, like, food and shit. But, but they were happy to do it because Dad would turn around, he would do favors for them. Yeah. Actually, how we got the new air conditioner and the new furnace for the house is his buddy that had, did April air. Yep. 
dad went over and poured a driveway for him in work exchange so that yep. we could get the free brand new air conditioner and a right. furnace. One of the subtle things that dude could do was concrete because after, you know, once he got into his 40s, he, he was fucking done. But yeah, yeah, but he was a good fuck. He could he could fucking lay concrete and he'd do it and people would fucking be like, all right, yeah, yeah, here, you know, because concrete jobs are fucking, there's so much money. We never would have had the house we had if we would have had to pay for labor. No, because there was so much that we, we got, you know, and especially we when he got. We paid for the materials. Well, even when he got laid off, he yeah. had all that time to paint it and all that shit. You know, yeah. he had, he had, I think, I don't even, I don't think he mudded it. Somebody had to come in and mud it from Lacey, I think. Yeah, somebody did the electric and the plumbing. Yeah, yeah, you have to. But, well, him and Grandpa <laughs> did some of the plumbing. Well, he was good enough. He always joked that when when it was just me and him in the house, he always joked that on 4th of July weekend, because the plumbing was so fucking bad, it was clay piping that they all did in the 70s through through Blaine. He said that on July 4th weekend, or Memorial Day weekend, he would dig the fucking trench, because the way it's all built on sand, you have to dig out so fucking far and actually trench yourself, you can't, unless you put a wall in. But he was like, I'll fucking dig it out. Meet the fucking piping, get all that clay shit out because it would clog and we'd have to rent a fucking, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, a, a snake. And But he said the only thing that ever scared him was that if you fuck the main up, you're not bonded and you'll fuck the city. The city will fuck you so bad for doing it. That's, you know, but he was always like having it in the back of his head. It's like, dude, that's some pretty fucking deep knowledge of shit to be able to like confidently have this plan and just be like wise enough to be like fuck if i do fuck up though you know like that's that's quite the double-edged sword you got carrying around your dad had a brain oh yeah he was very smart and he could do it fucked and up your grandma always said he could be president if he wanted to but he never wanted to go that far in life yeah he was a fun storyteller because he'd have like sneak he he definitely had this kind of characteristic idea of himself in his head because he liked telling people ah, i'm like did you ever so before kids how how long did you guys meet before kids we met on the job at a place called it was a comb companies and it turned into qvc and we met there we used to go hang out at this one bar together it was a Japanese bar because they served shark as an appetizer. Yeah. And did, we he, just, did you guys eat it? I did. Did he? Probably. Okay. I don't remember. But we met at work, and then we became really good friends at work, and then one thing turned to another, and yeah, start I started fucking. staying over at Joe Durant's house with him. Nice. And now th- Joe told me that <clears throat> Joe told me that he had a crazy girlfriend before you. He did. Dad did? Yeah. Joe had a crazy girlfriend. Da- Joe said that that Dad's ex was nuts before well, she he was. met you. They all liked me. What do you mean they, they all liked they, you? They thought I calmed your dad down. Okay, okay. But our first date, official date, after we got over the friend phase, he was at a bachelor party and invited me to go over to it. Okay. And I had this friend, Tammy lived in the apartment with me that I lived in. Right. And her and I went to this party, and I saw Joe, and I knew him. I didn't really know anybody else. And I'm like, where's Ty? And he goes, go on the side of the house. He's puking his guts out. Nice. Because he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, oh, you're, you're fine. He smoked some pot. He's dead. It's not like he and can get fired. He, and then he wouldn't smoke pot anymore after that. He yeah. hated it. Right. But he got so sick, and that was supposed to be our first date. Okay. Now, is that a loose... 
do you find that okay now as a woman do you find that as like a loser kind of thing to to be thrown up on the first date and you're kind of like oh fuck no or was he cool enough had he played it cool enough to where it was like oh he does fuck up every once in a while No, because we were such good friends before that right but had you seen him fuck up like he's he's a he's a very confident person you know what i'm saying he likes to be sure sure cocked he's he would always fucking have not around me he wasn't but but see that's what i was wondering was was this a moment of him being like like oh fu- I fucked up because because no. you never I never saw him get too fucked up many no. times he passed out on the toilet once late 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 Bobby <laughs> you know your dad he never got like that around me he didn't give a shit no 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 but what I'm saying is he never got that far anyway so to be on a date and to get that drunk you know what I'm saying it doesn't sound like he dad. just he kind of said sorry right and he got done with his puke and he went in and started drinking again see that's a good it man it was Wally's bachelor party okay yeah yeah and Wally and yeah but yeah, there yeah. were girls there there was like Joe's three sisters were there and and he wanted me to meet everybody and yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, have you seen me drunk? You've seen me pretty pretty lit up, and it hasn't been for a while. I mean, I haven't got, like, real litty in a long time. When but I there were was... times I never knew when your dad was drunk. So he held it together. Yeah. Was he, was he cool? Like, in the picture I have where he's got a yellow shirt on, and he's he's doing this, where he goes, he's fucked up. He has to be. Do you he, remember that night? What What's that night about? Which one? I have a photo here. <clears throat> um, it's on my thing. He is fucked. Is that the one you had on your Father's Day thing? Yeah. That was before we started dating. This one? Yeah, that was when he was young. Yeah, well, the, obviously, because he's he with, is. I think he's down in Green Isle on that picture with his cousins. Okay, because he's I grinning. I think that might be Dennis behind it. Ear to ear. Okay, I got you. I got, well, that's not Dennis. No, it looks like Dennis just because of the fucking but glasses. But I think that's but... where it was. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was before I started dating This him. is where you know. I do love. That was when you were a kid. I do love how, look at this shirt. And then in Jill's fucking. He's getting married and he's still wearing and a white Lisey fucking for shirt. For taking a picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Well, and, and I was mad at him then because that was the night of her rehearsal. Yeah, and he showed up. No, straight he from went work. home and he passed out from drinking, <laughs> and he came to the church and I had clothes for him because I kept calling him. I'm like, you need to get over here and you need to change your clothes. He came to, he came to rehearsal without. This is typical of your dad. Yeah, he came like looking like he's straight. He didn't care. Oh, he was gross. I I don't know if I've said, but he, he didn't give a shit. He didn't care what people thought. He was so strange. He would think. I, I I said this at his death. I said the guy was a fucking weird guy. I said he he would. I, and at the funeral, I didn't say that the guy would go to sleep not having showered, but then shower in the morning, and and like do all, he would have this like he would be like I'm not showering, but if I if I shower when I get home from work, I'll go to bed. And it was like, well, yeah, maybe Our you need to. bed was to. covered in sand. Yeah, because he wouldn't fucking, well, yeah, he wouldn't fucking shower when he would get home from doing a laborer's job out in rough excavation work. That's insane. But you know what? I always told him this, and this may sound really stupid, but your dad didn't stink. You know, he drank, he smoked, he worked out in the dirt. Genetically, this man should have fucking lived to 120. He shouldn't have, st- he should have stunk terrible. If he would have let go of the cigarettes, I think he would have added 20 years to his life. Probably. I think so. But I don't know how long he would have, he had that cough. I can't remember when I started hearing that cough, but it. I think it was I in remember. my in my teens is when he started really kind of, 
It's when you went away to college that it got really bad. Well, I'm, but I'm saying I remember in my teens that it, it started being like, I don't remember you ever well, huffing like that in the mornings, dude. I think when you went away and left the house, when Jill went away and left the house, he didn't say it. But I think he felt really bad that he didn't have any kids around to hassle. Oh, that's everybody, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was a loneliness thing. He didn't have anybody to hassle. But also, he would spend hours after welding in a garage, not venting it, (laughs) and just sit in it. Like a fucking dog. Like, I can't, I, I, I can't. Or, like, he'd run vehicles, and he'd sit in the carbon dioxide. Well... And he would be out in these dirt places that you didn't know what was in the well, dirt. Well, and that's what we kind of found out, too, is that because of his job, he might have been getting ground mold and shit like that when, when people were moving. And he, and he was one of these guys, too, that um, you can have the option to have the, the, the door on the bobcat removed because they were a private kind of not really ever. OSHA wasn't on their ass 24-7. They could get away with taking the door off the bobcat because if they didn't have AC, you were fucked in there. But, and it, you know, sometimes they'd run into ground hornets or something, and you had to get out of that cab fucking quick, you know? Well, and he didn't wear a mask when he should have. No, I, I never do you either. You don't either. You're just like him that way. I'm getting better about when I spray and stuff, but when I'm around, like, dust, when I sand and shit at work. You got two little kids. Yeah, I know, but Jerry does it. Like, my thing is, like, I look at these guys who I'm working with, and they're 60, and they're they're fine. Their sight's going more than anything. I mean, you know, you don't, you don't have the sight to begin with. Jerry's got some fucking uh, Jerry's got some problems. He's breathing. He's breathing hard. He's got COPD already. But well, and, and the old man to beat. Uh, what did he have? What's the smokers thing? When what do you get when you smoke and influ, not influenza? What's the um, mes, not mesothelioma? No, that's from Inf, not influenza. Fuck. Um, it's a smoking disease that you get. It's it's not lung cancer. It's it's the emphysema. Em, yeah. Em, uh, not emphysema. It's uh. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. He he beat that. He had to fucking. They were like, "You're gonna be on a breathing thing because of the emphysema you have." And then he was like, "Nah." He just needed it at night because his lungs were dying because they couldn't you know of cancer, which was insane. It's like who the it fuck beats that? It wasn't the lung cancer that got him. Yeah, it was. No, it's spread to other parts of his body. That's the lung cancer getting right. him. But yeah, it's it's it, his but liver lung, swelled up. His the lung li- cancer was shrinking. No, no, they all do. What it was is they said that because of Dad's late diagnosis of stage four lung cancer, when you uh it, when you introduce large and and extreme amounts of chemo, which Dad had, um, they it does react well at first, and that's when we when we came in and they said about the Billy Rubin. Uh, right, at, I believe 4:20 was the day he like I I remember being downstairs and him dropping, and being like, oh fuck, and I could barely get him up. Um, that's the day they said, chemo works up to a point where the body finally kind of is overwhelmed and all that shit. So it was the liver was pressing up against parts of him. That's why he was gaining so much water weight. It was it was retaining and not being able to release, and things were backing up, which was a t- you know. But, but, but yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, it wasn't necessarily the lungs. The lungs weren't somehow his lungs were actually doing better. Yeah. But he, yeah. But But, the rest of the shit caught up to him. Yeah. 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 But part of that was because he had thought he had a stomach ache. So he would sit in that recliner with a heating pad all day long on his stomach. Yeah. And so that made it grow faster in his liver because we couldn't get him to go in. He's like, it's just a stomach ache from the chemo. We, We took him in. The doctor had said. That that probably made it go a little faster sitting with that heating pad on. Right, right. Well, and that's, I mean, 
like you said, that that shit's crazy how fucking like it like he was pretty good for like six months. It was like and you know, obviously like him him making like the man of steel, like it's all good. It's like <laughs> god damn it, man. Like, Remember the pipes? Yeah. Yeah. So do you I wanted to talk about when we moved into that oh, house. Oh, you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I wanted to talk about when we moved in that house. I wanted to ask you something. Okay. Not to take away from everything you were saying. But do you, rem- <laughs> do you remember the fights that your dad and I would have at Grandpa and Grandma's because I wanted to move and he was like, young. he was like, I'll stay here. And I'm like, no. We had to have John Matson come over and explain to your dad that we should buy a house. And your dad was like, we can live in a trailer. And I said, no, if we live in a trailer, I'm moving out and I'll get I'll get help with these kids. <laughs> so he did. He found the house. We had looked at probably fifteen houses. You said you it was it was either the house we had that we grew up on on Tyler, or you liked the house back by Blaine Eye Clinic, right? You said it was very seventies themed, it had a bunch of shadows. No, that rugs was up by the VFW on sixty five. Okay. That was up there, or whatever that is. Is there a VFW up there somewhere? There's something like that. Yeah, it was very... Your dad liked that house because um, you walked in the garage and there was a loft. Okay. And then there was a bunch of choppy little rooms. Okay. But it was probably as much space as we had, except the rooms were more chopped up. So it was more open space concept. Yeah. Okay. No, the house we bought was a little more open. Oh, okay, okay. This one was... Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that one was so choppy that he was like, oh, everybody's going to have teeny tiny bedrooms, and the basement was chopped up. Yeah, I gotcha. So, but John Matson finally had to talk him into that, and then when we finally got the house, I needed a new car. And your dad was like, oh, she can just have one of these $200 beaters, and John's like, no, she needs a car. That was after your dad and your grandpa let me sit out at um minnetonka where i was working in the freezing cold and neither one of them wanted to drive out in an ice storm and get me and my car wouldn't work nice so we went memorial day and john said we're going we're going she needs a decent vehicle so we went out and bought my first decent vehicle that wasn't a 200 dollars beater so the old man was kind of frugal in the beginning very much so he didn't want to pay rent. He didn't want to buy a car and have a car payment. Did he talk about? Did, what did he do when he was serve like not serving, but when he was when he was in the reserve in the national he got guard? In trouble. Did he get? What do you mean he got in trouble? He would do things and get in trouble. Well, yeah, yeah, I know that because because he would always make it sound like because he would he was a good athlete and and wouldn't necessarily he would make it seem like he just kind of was like ah oh, blah blah blah, and which I knew meant like. Later in life, I was like, oh, he must have fucked off for them to fuck with him as bad as as they did. Where, like, they would run, you know, they would test your speed and shit. And Dad was a good fucking athlete. And he would outrun all these people and they'd make bets. Well, then they'd make him run again. And then they'd make him run again until they lose. And then they'd fucking make him do push-ups because he lost. Because they lost him money and shit. And I was like, that doesn't seem like you to fucking put up with that kind of shit unless you probably knew that he fucking earned it a little bit, you know, where he he probably fucked with people enough to where they were like, yeah, all right, all right. Well, he would do things to get in trouble. Yeah. Your great-grandma, I think it was your great-grandma. No, you'll have to ask grandma, but she passed away, and your dad couldn't come home for the funeral because he had screwed up so bad in the Army that they wouldn't let him leave. Oh, they... They told him he, he had was, a fucking He was stay. in basically army jail. Yeah. He didn't care. He got out good, though. I mean, I mean, he was only a few, what, a few months short? I didn't want him to get out because the weekend, 
he'd go on those weekends. Yeah. And it was such good money. So then he was going to sign up again because we had Jill. She was a baby. Right. And we were living in an apartment. Okay. And I said, I don't know. We can't really lose this money. Well, he's like, no, I think I'll leave. Then he was going to sign back in when a rock started. Oh, kind of like in the 90s or whatever, in the early 90s? Yes. Or Jill would have been born in 88, so late 80s. Grandpa may have had to go. John may have it had to go and your dad i think grandpa yeah maybe something with like desert storm or something yes that's what it was yeah and grandma said absolutely not and she told your dad you need to do what you need to do but you should get out right okay but he still had enough time in that he would (laughs) have had to go over there and it's like i can't see he was such a like he was such a, a a person of like i'm in control that i just can't see him like fucking being in that kind of spot you know what i'm saying well, he did it because your grandpa, all three of them served. Right, but he, he seemed like he would like that kind of stuff because the e- he had a little bit of ego. You had to have been to Ben Ty Brown. Well, he was some kind of a, he was like an E3 or something, and he had some kind of, he did rifles. He was like front line type thing. No, he fucking, uh, he was a marksman. Yeah, that's what I mean. He would fucking, I think I asked. If he would have had to go into battle. He was the guy who fucking, like, marked things for the sniper, I think. I th- I think. I wasn't sure. I wasn't fucking sure. But I was like, man, even if I've thought about this a few times, I was like, man, he would have been a great fucking guy to have in your trench because he would have been the guy, like, if shit goes wrong, he would have been the, he would you know, like, he would have been the calm duck who fucking probably would have, you know, started putting dudes on his back. But at the same time, he'd have something funny to say to you, too, where it wasn't, like, all serious, you know? Like, the dude was good for a good fuck. Like, he knew he knew to be in control of the situation, whether it be funny, be angry, you know, step it up with anger, step it up with your voice. Like, the dude was very good about being like, I'm going to be the fucking one who shines out in this room. He had a little ego, I found. I've, I've thought about it. He had to have. You know, did you, did you ever... <sighs> I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Did you ever, um, like, I asked if, like, you ever were shocked, but you'd be like, oh, he does fuck up, you know, like, like, like you said, like, you know, he'd do it, but then he would kind of openly, like, kind of be like, oh, like, just kind of surpass it a little bit, right? He wouldn't, I mean, he, he, if he fucked up, he'd kind of be like, uh, like you said, he, he threw up and he was like, all right, I'll start drinking again, like, like we, as we talked earlier. What? I don't. When I was asking him, well, you said that the first time you guys met, or not the first time you guys met, the first date, he got sick. And when I asked, I was like, was that weird because he was a confident person? Um, was it weird to see him kind of over drink and then, you know, get sick? And was it weird to see him kind of be human a little bit? Be, let himself, like I said, in the beginning you said no because he owned it. But, okay, like when Joe was a baby. He went on one of those weekend drills. Of course, Sunday night came, and he went and drank with all his buddies, and they went out for steak dinner. Okay. And he came. Oh, she wasn't a baby. I was pregnant with her. And he came home to the apartment, <laughs> threw up most of his dinner in the sink. Oh, sick. And <laughs> he said to me the next word, he goes, you going to clean that out of the bathroom? I said, you're not the fucking pregnant one. Get your ass in there and clean it out yourself. <laughs> he went in there and cleaned it out himself. So there was some, some uh, like, woman, hey, woman to him? There was, but I wasn't, you right. know no, yeah, I yeah, was yeah, never yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. person. I'm like, Dude. Obviously. But that's kind of funny, though. I mean, that I did even get early. up and make 
make all his lunches right, for right, him, right, that right, kind right. of stuff. But but to be like, hey, woman, go clean up my mess. <laughs> oh, like, no. th- that's hilarious. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I was pregnant with Jill. I'm like, I'm going to be puking if I go in there and clean that up. Yeah, yeah. But there okay. were... It just—I can't even explain it. It's, no, yeah, yeah. There yeah. were chunks, and it was like, oh, I'm God, sure, I'm sure. No, 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 no. It's just funny to hear, like, funny story. Like I said, like it's funny to hear him, like, not be in control of things. Like it was, it, it was always so. Like when I think back now, I try not to like over emulate, like the you know, like me and him got to drink and do all that, and and but it, I go back and go, God, it, I do feel like like I was on a limited what strike with him. Like you could only ask him what so many times before the temper <laughs> came or. Or, you know, if you fucked up in school, it was automatically you'd fucking just completely, you know, go from zero to 100 pretty fucking quick. And not with me. Yeah. I mean, with me, if we'd have an argument, we'd think that we were taking it out to the garage and nobody could hear us and we'd send you kids in the house. But it was years later. I heard, yeah, all the neighbors knew when you were arguing. Oh yeah, well, one hundred percent. Because I wouldn't leave him alone. No. I would chase after him and want to make my point. Well, and that's why he would later say, I even even when when it was me and him, the kind of the first weekend, I think I bought beer and put it in the refrigerator in the house. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I put it in there, and he had one, and he was like, yeah, go put it out in the garage. I don't I don't want to drink in the house, and he was very very still like that. He wouldn't drink in the house. He would have maybe the beer going to bed but he was very weird he wouldn't drink a beer while eating food not unless we were out to eat somewhere you know what i'm saying he wasn't a guy who like sat down in the house with beer no he he very much regulated that later you know there was a boundary the basement fridge for a little bit had beer in it early but other than that once he stopped smoking in the basement that was pretty much that was pretty much it but i remember sitting down there watching like junkyard wars with him and shit and and all that. That was his coffee drinking time. Downstairs? Or Coke. Yeah. Co- Coca-Cola. He didn't, he didn't do it in the house because I drew a I drew a distinct boundary. You stopped smoking when I was young enough to know to get mad at you about smoking. I kind of stopped smoking. I smoking. I kind of stopped drinking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But there was a boundary. Mom had the house. Dad had the garage. Yeah. Well, I mean, what were you going to do out in the garage, though? <laughs> I tried to sit out I mean, there a couple times. Eh, yeah, I would sit it, out there with you and Dad once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, once, once I, I always joke that me and the old man didn't start really liking each other at least until I was like old enough to talk about varsity sports. But even then, once I turned eighteen, there was kind of this turn. And then getting back from college, he definitely was like, "All right, I'm ready to, I'm ready to well, reason with you a lot more." We didn't get mad at each other nearly as much. No, but there was certain. There are certain things in the garage, too, and I'm not going to go on here and say them, but there are certain things in the garage I'd have to look at and say, do you really think that's appropriate when you have kids? What do you mean? Certain posters and stuff. Oh, you're fine, though. He was a regular person. (laughs) My mom's referring to, like, he was the guy who had, like, the half-naked chick on a bike. Or, like, yeah, I think there was, like... like, graduation and stuff. We had to cover those up, and he didn't understand why. Yeah, my dad was very... uh, he was very open and really just kind of like didn't care. Obviously, like me, where if you <laughs> turn to your left real quick, I have it hanging up on the wall. Don't say what it is, but it's for a guest when they come in. It's kind of a funny thing. See the paperwork that's hanging between the Viking sign? Yeah, what is that? 
<laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. It's kind of fun to have that shit, but I don't have naked women in my. But he had the the bike, you know, he, the, the typical '80s fucking dad, you know, centerfold piece that he would glue and you know hang up in the garage or something. But he didn't understand when it came to. We had a lot of events at our house. Yeah. And every graduation, it'd be the same old thing. Take those down, cover those up. We don't need to have teachers and stuff coming to the house. Yeah. And he didn't understand why. Taking a piss. But he would do it. Taking a piss in the he garage. He had to cover up his urinal in the garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then they'd peek around the corner and see it, and the guys would be like, that's so cool. Yeah, it was a cool thing. It was a fucking awesome thing. It smelled. Yeah, it smelled, but that's but, late, but then he found out why. And the box stopped corroding when he put plastic around it and shit. It was a whole it was a whole process he learned. But all right, enough about that. I gotta know some things here. So, <laughs> oh god. All right. So, when did you first drink? Me myself. Yes. You you once posted on Facebook, and I'm gonna call you out on it. You once fo- posted on Facebook that you had parties in uh, cornfields. We did. Okay. So what? I wasn't when, that. Not calling me out. It was rock quarries. No, okay. So, rock, but I'm saying, how old were you? Probably 14. Nice, nice. What what kind of car would you drive around in? I didn't have a car until you had you had to get there somehow. Somebody drive us. That's what I'm saying. What kind of car was it? A truck? Was it like an old 56? Like what, cars? What, yeah. So so what what year? Probably 60s or 70s. What year is this? When you're when you're 14? I was it was years. in the mid 70s. Okay. One at one point. This is how bad we were. And my parents, my dad would come looking for me even if I was drunk on my ass. He would drive down to Burroke. I'd see the green truck coming. He'd take me home and I'd be drunk. Next day he'd make me go out and pluck chickens. Pluck chickens, like pluck the feathers off them? When they're dead. Okay. Hanging there with their... Yeah, you can... I try to think, though. Their head cut off or their throat slit. Yeah, 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 okay. And then you dip them in hot water and it stinks so bad... And then he'd have me out there till I turned green, and my mom would say, "Enough, you've punished her enough." <laughs> That's funny though. Okay. But one time we were in Prosper. You remember where Prosper, Minnesota is? No. And they had a little to- small town cop, and it was two guys, and me and my best friend. The cop followed us out of town, and we were all minors. And we were. I looked at the speedometer. We were going 102 miles an hour down the road. And the one you guy did 102 in a in an old fucking car like that. Yep. And then one of the guys looked at the other and he goes, "Switch spots. I can outrun this dude." They switched drivers at 102. That's fucking hey. And you're sitting. What do you sit? Is the back seat of a car? I said I'm gonna die. Yeah. We were holding hands, my friend and I. We thought we were gonna die. <laughs> okay. Now, were you dating any of these men who were date no, driving? No, they were just friends of ours. When you grew up in a small town like that, it might be the same up here, but you dated, but you had a lot of friends that you just went out and partied well, with. Well, you have to date the same people, right? Because yeah. there isn't much of an option. I, I know that from college because all of them are still dating each other's girlfriends and marrying each other's yeah. girlfriends I knew from my Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. some of them got married. Yeah. But I wanted out. I did not want to stay there. And now you went to, from, you went from, so okay, so you, you party, you do all that in the cornfields. And what, when is it that you leave and where do you go? Well, I met my ex and. Now in, in Iowa? Yeah. His dad was a bar, his dad was a manager at the bar where I worked. Okay. I, in Iowa at the time I was drinking, you could drink when you were 18. And now where were you working? It was called McCabe's Supper Club. Okay. 
And where is that now? It's burned down. Where would Burrow. it be? In in Burrow. Okay, okay. So it's not Decorah. But you kind of remember Wally coming I remember the, to somebody's I'm, graduation. Wally, your dad? My ex-father-in-law. Oh, I don't remember. Anyway, he came to the, when I'd have the kids' graduations at the house, he would come. Okay. He was he was my manager, and that's how I met my ex. Okay, okay. So then where do you guys go? You go to Colorado, right? Yes, we went to Colorado. I was going to tech school right okay. after high school. I was going for interior design. Yep. Thought I could get a job out in Colorado. He was already out there because his brother lived out there, and he had taken a good friend with him. So I decided I wanted to move to Colorado, thought I could get into interior design, and thought I was going to be this quote-unquote big designer. Got out there. I worked in a grocery store. Okay, now tell me this. How crazy of a scene is it? Because I I know enough now, and don't you lie to me on this podcast. I'm not going to lie. Colorado, especially especially, um, where the Aspen. Aspen was the coke capital of the fucking 80s. I lived in Denver, in a suburb of Denver. Okay. Now, was it was coke in the suburb? Yeah. The the Hank down the hall from us, I still remember his name. He grew his own hot, he had his own hot house in his apartment. He grew pot. Yeah, but he was a coke dealer too. He wasn't a dealer. Okay, but he, but he, he just was, did a lot. Okay, okay. We never did it then with him. Well, right, and your and your ex was a cop, right, from the get go. No, no, okay. Not when he was out there. He was working construction with oh, his brother. Oh, okay. So partying, party on. You might have been partying on. Were you I partying was. on quite a bit? Yeah. Okay, okay. I remember driving up the wrong side of the street, higher than hell, on pot one night. Well, that happens when you're not. At used eleven to it. o'clock, we were going to get <laughs> munchies. No, it, I was used to it. Were you a big time stoner? No, not big time. Now, when you leave Iowa and you go to Colorado and Denver, even in the suburb, it's got to be more prospering than 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 Baroque, Iowa. It was. I so, wanted out. So were you were you kind of like small town girl in like a bigger city, like living it up a little bit? I mean, were you a big drinker? Were you were you? What no. what would you say? Would you say you would you say you indulged nightly? No. Weekends. Yeah, but I worked on weekends. What too. was single Mary like? Like, what did you what did you do when you have just a boyfriend and you're in and you're in Denver? You're away from everybody. I had everybody. friends in Colorado Springs. Okay, so we drive down there on weekends. Okay, did and you then, ever go to Aspen? No, but we went to a little town. Oh God, what was the name of it? Right outside of it, Snowmass no, Snowmass Village. Please tell me Snowmass Village. No, if Mom, if you Evergreen. Okay, Evergreen was up in the mountains. Okay. It was beyond Golden, Colorado, but you could see the mountains from our apartment. Yeah. So we'd go up there a lot of times on the weekend and just <laughs> just sit in the car and get stoned. Did you ever go to Boulder? No. Okay. Nope. Okay. Nope. We went to Colorado Springs, and we kind of went up to Evergreen. We'd go to Golden. Yeah. I went to Red Rock Amphitheater did, did you and ski? saw concerts. What did you see? Willie Nelson and Will and Jennings. Did you smoke pot? Yep. Fucking right. That's awesome. Did you did you ski? No. Did you snowboard? No. Did you ever do anything snow related? I'm not athletic. I know that. I'm just wondering. You were at one. I at one point I tried cross country skiing, but you can't do that very well in the mountains. Fuck no. I mean, going up a mountain with skis is fucking easy. It was a park. I'm not coordinated enough to do anything athletically. I I can understand that. I remember you trying to shoot a basketball shot a few times. It was a girly shot. It was very terrible. Between the legs, up and shoot. Okay, so you're you're an avid partier. You're hanging out. Okay, so you're working at this grocery store. When do you decide to make the move back to Minnesota? I got homesick. 
Okay. Now, were you, you know pre- me. Went, I'm, no kids yet, right? No, but I'm real family orientated. I couldn't stand being that far. Now, why Minnesota, though? Because nobody else is even nope, up here. Nope, I came back to Iowa. Okay, okay, gotcha. So you went back to Baroque? Yep, and he followed after me. We got engaged. Okay. And then we moved to Preston, where he got a job as a dispatcher for a sheriff's department. Now, is that southern Minnesota? Preston is, you go through Preston when you go down to Grandma's. Excuse me? To Decora. Okay, gotcha. And he got a job as a dispatcher there. Okay, so then how do you, as a family person, keep moving past and past and eventually move past the cities? Because he got in school for law enforcement in Alexandria. Oh, oh shit, so you're way up there then. And then he got a job in Princeton. So now, were you up and out? Did you go to Alexandria? Yes, we lived up there for two years. Would you? Did you ever? Was the bar that's on the, on the lake still there? The water? I wasn't drinking then. I had three little kids. Oh, so by okay, so between moving to Iowa and Preston, you have kids then. You have the three. You have some. You have the three that you end up having. Amber was born in Alexandria. Okay. Brandon the- was a baby when we moved up there, and Jeremy was two years old. Okay. Gotcha. So I had three small children. Yeah, so you're done partying. Yep, 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 gotcha. So then are you even working at this point, or you're just taking care of I kids? I finally, well, I took care, I babysat. Yep. I was babysitting our manager's kids that lived below us. Oh, was that hell? I couldn't do it. I hated <laughs> doing daycare. I liked my own kids, but I didn't like, like other people's kids. Mm-hmm. And then I had two older kids that I was babysitting to bring in money. Okay. And I got so tired of doing that, and I never saw anybody. We Thank God. When we lived up there, we had a really good friend. Her name was Carol. She was Amber's godmother. And she had teenage kids. She was older. Yeah. And she finally said, you need a job. You need to get out of the house. So I went and worked at Pomida like once a week. Okay. Pomida, you know what Pomida is? It's like a... Kmart. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And I finally got out of the house and did that. Gotcha. But I really couldn't stand taking care of other people's kids. Yeah, I couldn't see you as a daycare worker. I'm not. I'm not Jill. That fucking sucks. All right, so then so then, when do you move to... Well, okay, so then when do you split? Because there has to be... No, nope, but he got a job in Preston. Okay. So you so you went all the way to Alexandria, he back graduated. to Preston. And go, to go back to Preston. No, Princeton. Oh, Princeton. I said okay. Preston. Sorry, Princeton. sorry. So, exa- Alexandria to Princeton. He actually got a job in Mille Lacs for the sheriff's department. Okay. Okay. And that's when we were there for two years, and I was going to school in St. Cloud. Okay. Yep. That's when you for were working. Computers. And you said you were working at the red carpet. What's that no, like? No, I didn't work what? at the red carpet. I thought, you, or you went to the red carpet. I worked at a radio station up there. Oh, okay. What did you do there? I was a receptionist. Oh, okay. So, I got to meet all these. I got to meet. The guy that played Beaver on Leave It to Beaver one time. Oh, okay. Funny. I was there actually the day the shuttle, that shuttle blew up. The one with the teacher in it? Yep. Oh, wow. And they were in the newsroom, and my desk was at the top of the stairs, and all of a sudden they were gasping in the newsroom, which was to the right of me. Yeah. And they're like, leave that reception desk, come in here and see this. Because I was good friends with all of them by yeah. that point. Yeah. And we were watching the shuttle blow up on TV. Damn. And then... Did you get on radio at all in your life? I think they had me on as a joke a couple times. No shit? But I used to talk to people out in California, you know, the guys that do the... What's the TV guide thing? Reggie. I remember that. I don't know why, but Reggie was out in California, and he was the big shot out there, and he'd tell me when I needed to put things into the TV guide. 
Okay. Because we also had an association with us. Chief, TV yeah. Stay. So what do you mean? So like the actual guy he that would me- the scroll the the old channel two or whatever or zero whatever would scroll and that's how you would see what was going to be on TV for the next hour and a yeah, half. Yeah, because we were a TV radio station. Okay. So he would give me things that. He would tell. He would ask for our schedule so he could put it into the TV guide. No, the TV guide's a magazine. You can still oh, okay. get it. Yep, 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 yep. And he would ask me for our schedule for the next month, and I'd have to give all that information to him over the okay phone. So you're going to school for computers? Yeah. Like, what was a computer back then? Word processing. So, like, just typing? Mm-hmm. Well... Like, <laughs> not to not to minimalize. I mean, I'm sorry. it was floppy disks and that type of thing. Okay, okay. I don't remember. So you were gonna be like a technician for like. I mean, obviously at this point, what, I was when gonna is be this? a secretary. What, what year is this? Let's see. Amber was born in '83. So we're talking like black screen with green lettering kind like of computers. 86. Are we talking like Macintosh kind of things? Yeah, like, they were big computers. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not to not to age you, but that is kind of a cool thing to to talk about. It is 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 how insane that is. You know, it was huge. You had to have a room to put a computer in. Right. Yes, and it was very small, like compared to nowadays, what you can store. Well, you remember when we had the computer in the corner? I remember. And we had to do dial up. No, I remember the computer before that. We had a computer that wasn't connected to internet. It was dial up. No, 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 no. There was nothing. No, no, no. There was a like a, a yellowish computer that John had given us. There was an old game on there that I never right, figured out how to play. Right, but it was still connected to dial-up. You couldn't use the house phone at the same no, time. No, 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 oh, no. before because, that? Yeah, because we went. I remember the time we went to the Best Buy at Northtown and got the computer that you're thinking of. It was oh, okay. white with a blue... A yeah. blue See, we had a computer in the corner before that. Oh, and you couldn't do very much on it. You couldn't do shit on it. But when we finally got connected to dial-up, yes, and yes. that's when you guys gave me my email address yeah, that I Ditsy still Mom. have. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still have it. And I remember that's you know that's the phone. We had the purple phone. The purple phone was next to it because it would, yeah, because I would. But you had to unplug it if you wanted to call out. Right. Now, your oh, CVS number was 651-481-5709. I'm shocked you remember that. Was that it? I think so, but I didn't remember that. It was six five one four eight one. That's because I had you and Jill calling, going, "Mom, <laughs> yeah, mom, a lot, a lot. Mommy's doing this, mom." Or Amber and Brandon would call and say, "These kids are driving us nuts." Yeah, yeah, but that's how much I remember is still still calling on that and, and having uh, in the old kitchen. We had the old caller ID where it had three little buttons and literally it was just a tiny screen you could connect to the phone and it would come up with it. And we then had call waiting too. Eventually, we yeah, fancy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember picture in picture? Yes. When you used to have a little screen that could play something on the same TV. And that was That was our cool. first cool TV. That was fucking cool. I remember that. And Do that you, was kind of where we used entertainment centers. That was when we put the entertainment center in. Do you remember when all these school bombings like Columbine and stuff were happening? Uh, Columbine wasn't a school bombing. Columbine was a school oh, shooting. Oh, shooting. Yeah, that's right. I but do you remember the were... crazy stuff after that where you guys got kicked out We got out a of lot school? of bomb threats my, when I was in kindergarten. And Amber had to come and get you from class? Amber never got in I was on a bus once and you pulled me off. I don't think Amber came she and got me She was at home much. waiting for you. Yeah, but Amber couldn't come and get me because a parent had to Well, do they it. had to separate the high school and the elementary school. Well, then. no, they had to, yeah, well, they had to get everybody out. Yes. Yeah, and I and at this time, I think it's where the tennis courts are now. I don't know where the old tennis courts used to be, but they, 
it's it's they had us i remember i was about to go to park terrace and there was one point where i got to go to park terrace because of a bomb threat i had to go to a different school oh. um but i there was one time where you did pull me out see that's how many there were multiple ones well because i remember the high, the high school kids school. my my friend at work said you need to get to your kid's school and i'm like why and he goes there was a bomb threat and there's high school kids climbing over fences to get out of there yeah and I said, the elementary school is hooked right to that. What are they doing with those kids? Right. They must have loaded you guys at that point and took you on buses. Yeah, yep. There was, I remember one time we did make it out and I actually have to go. You had to come But that was up. right. What I meant to say, that was right after Columbine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was a lot of that. And it was, well, I think there were a few of them that were, it was, it was kind of trendy. Like uh, people, people had done it kind of nationwide, mm-hmm. and, and high schoolers were doing it to get out of uh, tests and shit. And it uh, it it happened like I remember a couple times in elementary school, but it went away real quick because they they found out it was pretty easy to figure out who the fuck was doing them. Yeah. But uh, okay, all right. So so you're no longer partying. You got three kids. Eventually, you have a split up, and so you're working. You said you met dad in a, in a factory. Oh, okay, moved with a friend. Okay, so. You have the divorce. We can just move we right to that. We have the divorce, and then I moved. I went to work up in Onamia mm-hmm. at a RV resort. Gotcha. And I met my friend Tammy. Okay. And her and I were sick of living up there, so we moved down to the cities and got an apartment. Cities. Now, where's where's the cities? Brooklyn Park. Okay. We moved to Brooklyn Park. We got an apartment. I wasn't working at that point. I was like partying more than i was doing anything right on. that's when i tried some of the bad stuff what's the bad stuff shrooms now okay now tell me this though because i now be honest and and tell me this did you have a bad experience on shrooms because it was bringing up some of the things maybe you weren't happy with in life all i remember is i was i was on a swing set talking to my mom on the phone yeah and i was telling her that i couldn't take it anymore and i was gonna fly off the swing set okay <laughs> Right on. See, see. So I, 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 not being religious, I've listened to a lot of things talking about um, psychedelic drugs, kind of um, balancing, um, not balancing, but no. Listen, listen. I know you're, you're shaking your head for people who can't see this, and that's everybody. Um, I'm not saying I'm, I'm. I've never done anything that would be considered a hallucinogenic drug. What I'm saying is is I do listen to a lot of people talk about natural remedies to maybe calming their fear of death, um, how people used to do it in the old days before before there were anti-anxiety medications and all that, and they talk about microdosing mushrooms, and there's a whole thing to it. But there are also dudes I listen to that talk about completely tripping out on handfuls of mushrooms. Now, were you eating, how many were you eating? Little Very bits. little And bit. for you, I seem, for you, I would bet that it would probably kick your ass. It did. Okay. My no. mom wanted to put me in my a psych ward. Her and my dad wanted to come up to the oh, city. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And put me in a psych ward. I'm sure. Do you do you think that she was ever worried about you? I mean, obviously, yes. if they're putting in a psych ward, but I'm saying past the mushroom call. How were you calling her? How did you call her on a swing? Well, I was depressed because. How I, did you call her on a swing though? There's no cell phone. We had a cordless phone. Oh, that you could walk and out. It was right outside our building, gotcha. so I could still use it. Okay. Okay. Okay, so you're tripping out. Yes. So you, but also you, you at that time you were going through some things because there was some unfairness in your life, and and and, I don't, you and know. that's when. So after that, I decided to get my life together, and I went and applied <laughs> for this job and met your dad. So, so you meet Ty Brown. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Now, did he woo you? No. In any way, he would sit and listen to me babble on about how horrible my life was. 
How does he put up with that? Was he drunk when he did he it? He was a lot. He was younger than me. Well, no shit. And he didn't have any kids. Now he was six years younger than you, right? Because I think I remember I I joked. He with was you. born sixty five, and I was born sixty. Yeah. So I joked. I because I had joked with you guys that when you when if you were in high school, dad was a sixth grader. I yes. said, wouldn't that be weird that you would have married yes. a sixth grader? And 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 you guys were like, that's a not seventh grader. Yeah. It, no. No. Five years. I was in 12th. He was in 7th. But I think, but if dad was born in... in We're dad, not counting those. Dad was born in September, so there's no way. So dad had... Dad, no, 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 no. I know. Almost seven years. It's six. Yeah, exactly. Or six years. Exactly. So perfect. Okay, so six years difference in school. But anyways, so... Okay, We'd so... We'd sit and have lunch every day together. But he... But what was you... Would you really just talk about, like, the unfairness of, like, what you were going yes. through? And he would just sit there and take it? Yes! Were you having sex at the time? No. What the fuck? Was he, was, okay, now was he trying to? No. Because as a man, yes, I understand that, like, no. you're going to put up with shit. He was just a good listener. He, I, yes, that's what made me fall for him. Okay. He was a really nice guy. Okay. And we had the same group of friends at work. How, were you attracted to him immediately? Just physically? Because no. he's a tall guy. He had nice legs, not a hair on, not hair on him that we wouldn't be mad at. Guy had a piece on him. He was a, <laughs> Bobby. He was a friend. <laughs> I just wanted to throw it out he there. He was a friend. Okay. He listened to me and he helped me through all the crap I was going through. Okay, right on. Okay, so so then for him. Right. Well, good for you though. At least I'm here because of it. Well, and, yeah. And one of the questions I told you I was going to ask was 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 my father a good lover? Because. Yeah. Unless he was drinking. Okay. And it was never ending. It's like, get away from me. <laughs> right on. Right on. All right. All right. Now, the... Did that answer for you? <laughs> I just wanted to finally hear that he was a good lover. Because he always... Like, I, I think you remember when he was showing us how to eat pussy at uh, at Eric's graduation. No. When he had the... You've seen him with the, with the, the, the fucking Jello cups? No. He was... <laughs> He's sitting at... How old were you when Eric graduated? Uh, seventh grade. 2007. Seventh grade, eighth grade. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Of course, <laughs> so, Eric was teaching you about sex ed in the park. And so so Dad's got a got a, not a jello... What's a jello shot? Dad's got a jello shot. And Dad had that already done... He'd already been drinking heavily. He'd already drank a fucking uh, keg stand. And so the, somebody gives him a jello shot, and he starts going... This, this is how you fucking, and he's licking around the fucking, like, he's really, and it, it's a clear cup, so I'll never forget his fucking tongue <laughs> circling the out. Not, I didn't know what was going on. I'm, I'm too fucking young. You know, at this point, I was only looking at girls strip on fucking line. I didn't, I didn't know that you could watch people have sex. I didn't even know that was a thing yet. My joke on my, uh, a lot of the jokes. And you I, had Brandon for a brother. <laughs> a lot of the jokes I tell people is, uh. I was watching porn for years, but I didn't know women were in it until like three years in. And everyone fucking gets that. Obviously, then I only had to have been watching all men porn. Okay, so. <laughs> but I'll get off that. Sorry. So okay, so, so he was a good lover, right on. And and when how early from when you guys are dating and 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 all that to having Jill. I don't know. I think we started dating. I got a job there, I think, in February, and I started sleeping with him in November, if that answers your question. That's not, that's not bad, though. That's nine months. 
You weren't just throwing it out there to the first and guy. And then Jill. Did you date a guy? Did you date anybody before dad? Not seriously. Okay. It was one night stand. That's what I was asking on the phone but too. That was, was all you... friends. Okay. That was like in your group of friend type thing. Okay. Get drunk I don't. I don't you... know. Okay. Yeah. 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 I get that. I get that. There is a. There is a part of time. Mine was much earlier though. You had to have been what? What age? In in your twenties. Late twenties though. Yes. Yeah, but see, in, or, or like right out of high school and stuff. Right out of high school, I met my ex. I right. Was no. A no. Good no. I know. But when I went out, I'm saying in my group of friends, that kind of started happening right out of high school. And in the middle of senior year, people started kind of hooking up at parties, making out, all that kind of stuff. And it wasn't a big deal. Okay. But the sex came as like people actually went off to college and then realized I can come home and fuck my friends. (laughs) And that's when people started. That's when people started having sex from people in high school. But. I mean, people fucked in high school too, but all right, okay, so, <laughs> so then, okay, okay, so then, I, I, I have had some claws. So now this is where I wanted to get. This is funny. So all right, so then, you have Jill in November. You said no, you, you said you didn't start sleeping with him till November. Okay, so then when did you have Jill? And Jill was born in September. Oh no, no, I have it backwards. You started sleeping in November, and Jill was born in September. And you, when did you get hired there? February. So February to November is when you is how long it took you to have relations with dad. And then from November to September is how long it took you to have Jill. So that's nothing. You got it, it immediately. You had sex with you Im- immediately. If you had sex with dad in November and then I probably got pregnant in December in a month. So you guys weren't pulling out at all. Oh gosh! <laughs> I'm just be- apparently. I, that's hilarious though that within a month you guys were just you just all I'm of a sudden pregnant. Drinking. No, I know, but I'm sorry, but I just I'm I I was doing the math in my head because it's the first time well, I've yeah. ever been able to been like oh shit. Yes. Sorry for whatever future generations I've talked about this. This is going to be a podcast that future generations are going to know their great grandma or whatever the fuck. Holy shit! Okay. Good for him though. That's a confident swimmer, I guess. He could have put that somewhere else, and at least, at least we figured it out. And right we got on. Jill. And then that later led to me. Now there was a miscarriage in between. Yes. Yes. Now would you? Sorry to bring that up so abruptly. It's. Would you? Would you have tried had that kid been born? I didn't really not try. I wasn't on anything. Now how much? Well, right. But okay. It took right. me five years to get pregnant with you. Right, but what was what was the in betweener then? It was just uh, how was, long after Jill? About a year. Okay, so so then it took a while after that. Now were you guys active or no? We were living in your grandparents' house. So no, probably not. Okay, right on. <laughs> we had to be quiet. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I can imagine that. I imagine that at some point you guys did. We also had Alicia living there, and we had her friend living there, and John was living there. But now I was born while you guys were there. Yes. <laughs> I was conceived in the basement. Yes. <laughs> uh, I I was once offered, I don't know if any of the family members listen this deep, but I was once offered that house when everything is all said and done and things were done. And it's like, I didn't know what to do. And I just said, no, I just, I was too much, you know, too much of everything with it. 
And uh, now that I know I would have conceived there, I would have completely changed my idea and said yes. You still probably could have. <laughs> I don't want it, but it's hilarious that that's where I was conceived. I want. I asked you also, what position was I conceived in? Did probably you think about quiet this? Quiet nor- normal. Okay, so nothing, nothing, nothing erotic. fancy. I wasn't hanging from the ceiling or anything. Okay, right on, right on. <laughs> I just wondered if some of my weirdness came from maybe a decision that you guys made during conception. I think some of your weirdness was <laughs> from me. You're definitely way more open. I never hold the. I never heard the old man fart. He didn't. He hated it. Yeah, he was a very conservative. He hated person. it when you kids did it. Like I said, the one time he the bird my birds and bees from him was him showing me how to eat pussy from a jello shot because he never talked to me and about sex. And he did not want you to leave the bathroom door unlocked to, for him to walk in. He'd throw a. Tizzy, if somebody left the door unlocked. Oh, yeah, yeah, if you walked in shitting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you walked in and the kids were hopping in and out of the shower or whatever. No, it was always me shitting and he'd be like, Jesus. And it's like, it's like well, you could knock, door. though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, you could knock, though, too, you but know. We but we had also, three bathrooms in the house that worked. Right, but obviously everyone was going to the middle one. Yes. Is it weird? Do you think back to your time in the house? Yeah. See, that was the first house I ever grew up in. So there's not many times now that I go back and think about it, but there's sometimes I find myself going, "How weird!" Like I just remember the layout so well, and you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, so I look back at the house, and I have a lot of happy memories there. Yeah. Dad and I built that thing together. Yeah, and it was from uh, quite a significant change. It was. In a, overall. It was a nice house. Yeah. And I look at that, and I think, "Oh crap." But at the same time, I'm just like... Eh. It was always... No offense. I think the end-all be-all was that it was always going to be too much once people were gone because it's it such a big house. And, and there was such an overhaul to get it to a to a Every normal year we worked status. on that house. Right, but there was always so much and stuff. Your and your dad always said, we overbuilt that house for the neighborhood. Oh, well, you're right, right, right. But you also overbuilt it for the family you had. Yes. That's, that's one for loser kids to keep coming back to. You guys had like a one-step policy where like once people came back, once they left, they didn't come back again. You know what I'm saying? Like like everybody who like left, come back, came back once, and then never like officially was done after that. Like Amber left, came back once. Officially never we, came back. Brandon left, came back once, never moved back in. Joe I and Brandon left, came back. They left. But you left for school. But I left, came back. I obviously never got to have my chance. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But but everyone kind of had a... Not that you ever held that standard, but... I don't think Dad did either. No. But I think we we gave you enough... You knew the door was always open. But also, I think there was enough behind it, too, to be like, I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, you know, I there were, there were mother, things. Your mother was a coddler. Well, yeah, yeah, And for I sure. was intrusive. I was in your face about stuff. Yeah. And I think you guys felt like when you were over the age of high school, you didn't have to answer to me. There was a lot of that, yeah. But because I'm still a mother. Yeah, you held on I to worried. that. I worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Where there were times, for sure. your dad was like. Oh, me and the old man met eye to eye almost on a lot of things when I became, once I got out of high school. Once I got out of high school, the relationship changed so much. Like, that's almost what I'm so sad about sometimes is how fun it was to hang out with him. Not when I was a kid. When I was a kid, he was a dick. I have made no bones about that. That I, I've made jokes about the what and the fag and all that shit where I joke about it now, but it wasn't cool, like, getting called a fag all the time. What did he tell you about? He would take your neck off and would do what with it? 
He was always telling you he was going to take your head off. And no, he's going to put my fucking head through through the wall. He'd put my head and through I the sheetrock. And I finally had to tell him, you're never going to do that to Bobby. Well, Stop but anyways, anyways, but I've joked about that, that but my the, dad. I mean, it was. Yeah, it but, was but, a standing Now, joke. granted, I needed some of that because I needed, you know, you need to fear one of your parents. You need to fear. And I wasn't to be feared. No, and I, I, I argued with you all the time. It was always, I, I've always said that fights would be over. And then you would get loud again when his truck would get in the fucking yard. So that way he could come in and play fucking I'm ending this for sure, you know. Do you remember his, his my fights and Jill's fights and how mad your dad would get at us? Oh, yeah. But it, but it was – but with Jill, Jill didn't have to worry as much because for me, he could, he could hit me. And as a son, it's a lot easier. Than, but no, but I'm saying he could hit me as a, as his son, and it, it's a lot easier to explain, even in the early, you know, whatever. <laughs> he always said I could hit you, but your mom won't let me. Right, but <laughs> but if you ever laid hand, if you laid hands on on your daughter, that's so much fucking different than if you smacked up no, your but son. No, he chased her up to her room and put a hole through her. Door. Well, yeah, but also Jill would fucking like taunt them too. <laughs> like so, I would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd go to your room and cower. <laughs> But again, I knew that I wasn't too far <laughs> off from getting hit. Like, if I really wanted to set him off and argue with him, I would get fucking hit. <laughs> and you were as big as he was. Well, I, but yeah, but I'm soft as fuck. I'm not aggressive. I don't have the and aggressive you knew if bone. If Dad hit you, it would be a hard punch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I joke though. That's why I'm such a pussy. Is he should have hit me, and then I probably would be a much better man about it. Your mom would. But win <laughs> that's again why I'm probably <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I could have gotten hit and probably a lot of shit would have gotten solved. But now it's like I just live my life like this, like la 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 la. Like I needed somebody to fucking one time. That's just, how I live my life. You know, I, I never really got even a good punch from a bully. Did you know that I got bullied a lot? No. Did you know that like I had dudes tripping me in high school, like not high school, in, in middle school? No, but I knew you stuck up for a lot of kids. I, no, but nonetheless, I, I got bullied a lot by like kids, you know, I'd be walking down the hallway and they'd kick my legs out from underneath no. me. And I mean, that was along the... Some of your friends? Never. Oh. No, I wasn't. I wasn't much friends with people who bullied me. Even after you like started playing sports? When I, when I had the game against Irondale my junior year is when people on the football team called the house or called my friend's house to see where I was at to come hang out with me. People from the team. Now, I had Dykes as a friend. Dykes has always been a buddy since 8th grade, But you and Dykes were the first ones to walk out on the football field as sophomores. Uh, As freshmen. Freshmen. Freshmen, we got called, like, the first week. And then there were times that I would act sick or something to go hang out in the stands because I was like, it's so much funner to hang out in the stands than it is to not play and sit on this fucking varsity. You got sick, though, in your 10th grade. I got sick, yeah, I got sick a few times, which is why I joke about Corona, too, where it's like... You got mono. Yeah, I got mono, and then um, I don't know if it was the same thing or what, but I got sick a couple years ago. Kind of the same, not the same symptoms, but I just... I think it was the same thing. I get sick, and I get sick bad. And that's kind of not what scared me during yeah, Corona. Yeah, but we learned we learned now though if they put you on azithromycin. I don't know what it was. It was an antibiotic, but it was azithromycin. It kicked it out of your the system. The second antibiotic because yep. they put me on one that didn't do a fucking. That's thing. why I kept track of it. Right. Well, and that's why. But it, yeah, I don't know if that'll work again. But I don't. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, I not during Corona. I didn't get scared, but I definitely knew that. Like, I have a tendency to get weird sickness. You know, from 10th grade and then all of a sudden when I'm in my late 20s. But also I had worked with like this nasty fucking insulation that I had been scraping. And those N95s. And I know you're like, oh, 
wearing a mask for eight hours. It's like, try wearing a mask like an N95 and doing manual labor while you're fucking well, sweating your balls off. Like, you know, but it, it, it doesn't always, it didn't protect you always then. It's like, whatever about now. But, um, and, you know, that was always what I was worried about. I got sick from is that insulation and shit where, you know, like when they told me, you know, my white blood cells were up, it's like, and after Eric, it's like, I need to go in and get checked even now. Cause you know, I'm, I'm always scared that I'm going to be that 28 year old who didn't get checked. And now I have fucking, you know, lymphoma where it's like, Oh God, like you go get checked now. I, yeah. With my, ins- my imaginary insurance, I go get fucking looked at down the street. No, I need to go in and get looked at, even pay the, can I just make an appointment? Yeah, but you gotta pay for it. That's fine. I'd rather take that and then go. Oh shit! I caught myself from not dying. Then, like, I just haven't had an overall checkup since that point of being sick. You know what I'm saying? But I went... you were still on my insurance then. Yeah, thanks, America. You were on that till you were 26. Yeah, which every American is. Every American person. I don't know. Whatever you... the fuck. Yeah. But, um. I joke though. Do you believe? I, uh, we're getting way off topic. I don't know what Sage is doing with baby either. This is probably a terrible Mother's Day for her. Well, but maybe I'll, you need to get back to her. I, I know. Um, all right. So I won't even ask that question. Then I'll go into. All right. So you go a couple years, um, no baby, and then I'm born. Yep. What happens when you tell the old man that you're knocked up? He, he was like, cool. Yeah. Okay, so now Jill he goes, was supposed I'll find, to... He goes, maybe I'll get my boy. So Jill was supposed to be a boy, turned out to be a girl. I was supposed to be a girl, turned out to be a boy. Yeah. Okay, and you said there were tears at the birth because he had a boy. Yes. Okay. At what point did you start realizing he, he went into the garage and allowed me to watch the girly shows <laughs> instead of taking me out and being like, here's how you fucking replace an engine at four? He was like... I didn't know that. What's that? I don't think I realized it until you told me when you were, like, 20. What? That he was letting you watch girly shows. No, I'm saying, like, the the shit you guys are watching. Like, riding in cars with boys and fucking, like, all that shit. I don't know. You had sisters. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, when did you, like, realize, like, he wasn't, like, ah, like, like, I should have been out in the garage with him inhaling it being greasy. You were busy playing sports. I was playing sports in, like, the park. I, I have a picture. I actually paint. I painted with a guy who was my coach from from baseball. I, I get that, but you no. Were but what so... I'm saying is, I, I was only I was only in basketball camps like for four days for the high school. I was I played baseball one spring or fall or whatever oh, the fuck it was. you mean when you were a little kid? Yeah. And you did football camps. I'm saying, why the football? fuck wasn't I out in the garage with him when? Because you were in the house with your sisters painting your nails. Yes, your- <laughs> that's the exact reason where I'm going. <laughs> why was he allowing me to do that instead of being? Because like I think I would be a lot different because of a man. Because I wouldn't let him. Why? Because I wanted you to be in the house. But see, I would have probably prospered, and I wouldn't. I would have maybe made different <laughs> decisions it's my in my fault. life. <laughs> right, but I mean, I I definitely am a soft okay, motherfucker. So your dad was a softy when it came to me, and he didn't step on my toes. Right, but why did you have to take that out on me and make me stay I in the house? I didn't know I was. See, I was, I was, a, but see, I I benefited. I I could have. Now I grew. Now okay, here's my thing. If you would have let me maybe be around some of the discipline of being in the garage, fixing the cars, uh doing some of the more manual labor as opposed to making me do the manual labor around all the crazy wackos 
who now I obtain and, and, and gravitate towards in my life. Like, all the weirdos that, like, he has that, like, as of friends, those are people I, like, sought after. Like, I love people who are fucked up. And our whole neighborhood coming into that garage was fucked up. See, some of that discipline he could have taught me, like, slipping, <laughs> slipping a knuckle on a fucking piece of metal and being like, that's why you fucking listen to me when I tell you to do this. That shit I never got, and I'm not handy now. Because I could paint, you but that's were his it. beer runner. Yeah, no shit, but no, I'm talking about I could have been getting beer while I watched him change an engine. Instead, I was watching Riding in Cars with Boys. <laughs> And fucking not like obtaining the kind but of you knowledge. Want to be out there? But, but because the movies were obviously better. But if you would have let him win, I would have probably been out in the garage. No, because I didn't want you out there with his fucked up friends. That's the thing, though, is you let me around the fucked up friends enough to idolize the <laughs> fucked up friends, but not be out there and realize how fucked up the friends were. That's what I'm saying. Because you were your sister's little brother. That's I. I gotcha. All right. <laughs> Yeah. They loved having you in the house with them. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I could have been a much manlier man. And you were maybe sitting I in front of the TV with your Superman cape on. Maybe I would have made a, a D1 school instead of a D2, <laughs> and I would have been a, I would have been able to actually tackle somebody. Bobby, you were a mama's boy. I needed to breathe in more cigarette and dust. Were you not a mama's boy? I needed to breathe in more <laughs> cigarette and dust smoke, and I probably would have been a hell of a defensive player. No. Because I wasn't built in the kind of like environment that, like, I could go and like rip someone's head off if like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, except I, at that that Robbinsdale Cooper game. <laughs> yeah, it's the game right there where it looks like I tackled him, but he actually tackled me, and then I tackled him like I rolled him. Yes. Yeah. You finally got mad that game. I got mad a few games. Yeah, but that one you got really mad. Yeah, I got. I don't that. remember what the guy was doing. I got the first taunting penalty in years at Richfield my junior year. I mean that I I I talked a lot of shit. I I I don't always bump guys. I would always. Yeah, but we could hear that Robinsdale Cooper one in the. Yeah, they all call me. Yeah, they call me. I gotta black that out. <laughs> but um, where what time? What is this? A minute seventeen. All right, that's fine. I don't care. Um, if I black it out, nobody knows. Uh, what I what uh did yeah, they all they but that's what they said though is I got up and all of a sudden I like there was like four dudes like pushing me saying like what up and I was like I just ran back to the sideline I remember Spar coming off the sideline trying to like get into it but it was like no, no biggie like I remember we were bumping shoulders in the play and the guy cut me and sure enough good move on him smart I wasn't thinking he was going to cut my legs out from underneath me but when he cut me I remember just coming around going well here's his legs and all of a sudden I grabbed his legs and I toss him in that picture, and everyone tries to tell me I got tossed. And I go, that's the fucking ending of the picture. That's what happened is I tossed him, and then dudes got up and fucking got mad at me. Like, I was like, I don't even know what is the fuck just happened. Out? No, I got, no, I got, I got, no, I got bumped because of the Richfield game because I taunted. Oh. I got up, and I got in the dude's face, and I kind of brushed past him. And the fucking were ref. Were you there at that game? Yeah, you guys traveled that one. Oh, you guys okay. were very good about traveling to my games. And uh, they threw the penalty, and I had to fucking sit for a quarter. Huh. And they fucking were like, you're going to keep your head on your shoulders? It's like, shut up. Like, you you guys lose your shit at us at practice, and nobody gets a fucking, <laughs> you don't get flags called on you. But I'm sure if there was a ref at practice when you fuckers really want to get mad at us. You know, that was always the funny thing, is if we ever lost our cool in a game, God forbid we were assholes. But these fuckers would literally degrade us in front of a, a bunch of our peers 
and they were fucking, you know, there's no one there to police that. And it's like, oh, okay, now you want to talk about the moralism of fucking how you handle yourself? Like, right. fuck you guys. Like, that was also why I, the other part of it, too, is I never bought into that football thing too hard. Like, I would also tell you I was ready to quit. Yeah, you would. Because it wasn't even about being told what to do. It was just like, well, no, I'm not, I'm not. I don't like this because it's like, here's, you know, I, I would find, I'm the same person I am now. I would find hypocrisies and fucking be like, fuck that guy. He tells me to do this, but then he does this fuck. And it would be an instant way to be out and shit. And you kept me in it. We and kept you in it because it kept your grades up for one It day. kept me, it kept me at a 1.8 average to fucking be able to play with gym classes. If and then I you had to go right. up over what, 2.0 to be in. Two, no, 2.0 to play football, and because I had gym and shit, I kept it at a 2.2, which was always one of the lower ones of the fucking team. But it kept you busy. You From an early time, like even in elementary at track and field events, yeah. your coaches would come up to me and say, you keep this kid in sports. Yeah, I was He's a decent much better, enough. He was a much better behaved kid in school. When you kept you active in sports. Yeah, yeah, and I was a decent athlete. I could, and and especially when you're. I probably pushed more than your dad did. Eh, he liked me in sports. He liked you in sports, but I was a little bit more pushier. Okay. And when you started to act up, that's when I'd go to your dad and say, "Tell him, tell him how it is." Right. He can't be in sports if he acts like this. Right, and I I remember getting you know suspended from the football team in seventh grade and. You guys being very pissed at me for that and that hat whole conversation. Like, I still remember that one. But you never saw more proud parents when you got accepted to a school. Yeah, that was cool. I remember calling him and, and like, calling – or you were home, and I opened a letter because I got home from practice or whatever the and fuck it was. And dad was still at work. And, yeah, so you I called him. You didn't want to wait till he got home. No, I called everybody. I was like, holy fuck, I got accepted into college because I got waitlisted. Yeah. And then Martin kind of – I don't know if Martin – I joked that I think Martin cut some strings. Somebody called somebody. You had a few schools looking at you, though. I had a few schools looking at me, but I was seriously talking to Northern. And then when I in uh, when I applied, I sent my application out, and then uh, I got waitlisted. And I called them, and I was like, "Fuck! I really fucked the dog here." And then. I didn't do any of what he told me to do or what the letter told me to do. And all of a sudden I got accepted and I was like, motherfucker. But here was the thing. We were always proud of you in sports. We were proud of you anyway. But when you got accepted to college, I think your dad about did flips. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, like we, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know how I was feeling, but I was with you all the time. Yeah. Doctor's appointments, physical therapy. I was always with you at that stuff because dad couldn't take off. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But passing league and all that. But when you got that college letter and you were going to Northern, he probably called everybody he knew. Oh, he bragged. Oh, he bragged to everybody. He was fun. That was kind of cool. That was cool. That's why I think the podcast would be fun because I think like some of the people would be like, holy fuck. How the fuck did you like? I know in my head I hear him. How the fuck did you do that? And it's 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 funny though because it's like ah, <laughs> the same way that you're good with mechanics and shit. It's I'm good at somehow messaging somebody at a good time and not saying dumb shit to be like, well, you come on the show. Even after you quit school, your dad would still tell people my kid went to Northern. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. He nah he stopped I that. St- he stopped that. He he was pretty quick to be like after I quit playing football, he kind of shied away from telling. But he people. still told people he went to college. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Well, that was a good thing. Well, I mean, he wanted yeah he wanted to seem like you know because dad all people also kind of underestimated dad. Dad went to college. Well, dad uh, people underestimated dad because of the way he looked, but it's like holy fuck that he guy could've. was smart. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, he jokes he jo- he made his jokes to me about going to the U of M. 
he would sneak into classes, and when the teachers would finally ask him for attendance, he'd be like, I don't go here. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he'd sneak down to the U of M and just go to these fucking classes. I didn't know that. Hang out with his buddies. I didn't know that. Uh, who knows if that was a drunken story? He loved Animal House, or I'm maybe sure he's he lying really to me. did it. I'm sure he did. He probably had friends in school. You could, pro- you could sneak onto any campus. He had girls that went to school there that he knew. He probably oh, did. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, he is. Why a... would a teacher know? Because <laughs> well, again, attendance or something. If you went into or... an auditorium and it was full of students, oh yeah, you never, never know. know. Yeah, you'd never know. If you had a book in your arm and you went in. If you just went in and weren't an asshole. Yeah. You could sit there and fucking even start talking, and they'd be like, "Excuse me, miss, please stop talking." All right, back to the lecture. Like it'd be nothing for them. When exactly. I, when I was in Anoka Ramsey, yeah, with all your friends from the football team, yeah. Remember you telling me, don't tell any of them you're my mom. I just remember you being like, I saw a varsity jacket, and I was like, yeah, don't. There was a whole bunch of them in my psychology class. Right. And you were like, don't tell them that you're my mom. You did anyways. (laughs) No, they saw me at a game, and they Uh, asked you, is that your mom? I don't know. All right. What did we do? An hour? Yeah, that's good. How was it? Not bad. Got a little off topic at points, but we did all right. It was your life. It's my life. All right. (laughs) That's what you wanted. I wanted to know about your life. I got to know some shit. Yeah. There's some stories. Yeah. Maybe I'll have you on again. Okay. Not in Mother's Day, but actually just for... Have like... me on with Jill. All right. That's... 